DCEU. It's true. It's separate from yeah. the the clusterfuck. I think my I think my biggest problem with that Batman movie is there's that scene where he's fighting the Joker goons. And he looks littler than a lot of them. Like, he looks little. Like, because he's not yeah. a very big person. He, he's not. I'm just like, mm. I'm not the most against <laughs> it, though, because it's early Batman. He's the Batman that's meant to fail a few times. That's true. But he's, he's, he's he seems not so slight. Like, he's not like 30 year old Bruce that's been <laughs> like, doing this shit like for like beefy. 10 years, all yeah. fucking ready to go. <laughs> this is the guy that has to use his brain more than his brawn, and I'm okay with him being weaker looking if, he, if it's still his first year or two. Because be. he was fresh out of ninja training, and like <laughs> he was he was shrimpy then though, like That's he's true. not supposed to be a beast until a little bit after that. Because he's like, all right, the fighting is is one thing, but like some of these villains I'm fighting are literally too strong for me. Like I can whoop their ass all day with the combat like moves, but it, what it, what's it gonna ha- what's gonna happen when I come up against Bane and he snaps my back because <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't lift him. But yeah, he easily just. I guess. I guess my biggest thing is I just don't want a Tobey Maguire Batman. <laughs> I don't know. Slammed up. No. I don't. I don't think we're gonna get that. Ding ding ding. Uh, Survey says fuck that. I'm excited because it's Matt Reeves and he's he seems to have a very clear idea of what he wants to do, and they already said they're they've been discussing like if this movie does well, him doing follow ups. In its own universe, like so, we don't. Oh, that'd be wor- cool. We don't gotta worry about what Wonder Woman's doing or what Superman's doing or Aquaman. Like we don't gotta worry about none of that shit. I like that. So if this movie's crazy successful, it, it can a- just keep being its own thing. This is that rain coming down. Damn, yo, it is. We're in the basement and down. I can hear it. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like sleet or hail. It's probably hail. It might be. Oh, Michigan in November. I don't like it. Dun, 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 dun. I don't like it. I got to work tomorrow. We should probably start the show. midnight i'm steve and i'm mike mike's back <laughs> wait where you gone i cheated on you twice i did an episode of moon, uh, moon Knight, talking about moon Knight by myself and then i had an episode with uh charlie <laughs> and, oh. then, and the episode with charlie with my kid is actually being listened to more than the one i did about moon Knight. <laughs> i was wait. like hmm oh boy <laughs> The Moon Knight thing, I just had to do. I saw the trailer. Like some dude, I'm excited that they're going the he's crazy route. I've been so busy at work that like I have not watched any trailers. And I was like, I wonder if there's a new trailer out for that. I'm like, there's gonna be a fan trailer. I'm like, oh no, it's not. And I clicked on the next one. I'm like, oh, Miss Marvel. 
It's a fan trailer. Like, oh, it's not. I thought the Miss Marvel one looked the worst out of oh, all looks, of them. It did not look good, but it might be really funny. I'm I'm know? already upset because that thing that I think we had talked about it on here before, um, where they the concept art had leaked like maybe a month or two ago of Miss Marvel mm-hmm. with what appeared to be like a Green Lantern's version of her stretching ability like it wasn't like she was stretching it really? was like she had a projected fist what no yeah no 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 no. everybody no. knows that her power is literally it's just like, it's like mr fantastic mr fantastic's power but better but yeah. she's nowhere near as smart so mm-hmm. it's like she's just she just does the the, and the she stretchy get, and yeah. fighting and part she can get really really big like giant man she yeah. can get huge and small she can or go she can go small yeah and it's like that's she's literally like Reed is very boring a lot of the time because he's so smart that he keeps himself in the lab and he's mm. always working yeah. on shit. When he really needs to go out there, he's kind of a badass. But it's like most of the time he's in the lab cooking up the next god killer yeah. machine yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, god killer. But uh, <laughs> or fucking with Tony Stark. But Kamala you know. is just a super fan of, uh, of Captain Marvel. Of yeah. Captain Marvel, yeah. and it's like you know she becomes this hero through the the Terrigen uh, bomb or whatever, and yeah. along with all the other Inhumans. So how, but how are they going to do that here if they don't let off the Terrigen bomb? I th- is this, just, my is only mutant? hope my only ho- hope here is that they're going to consider the Inhumans thing completely non-canon, even though it's it was produced by Feige and it was <laughs> made in a way where they released the first season in like a theater format, which was yeah. weird. Um... I really hope they do a first season of Kamala as Miss Marvel before the Marvels movie with all of the Captain Marvels. Yeah, yeah. And end that season with oh shit, like the bad guy literally just detonated a bomb. Yeah, or maybe she gets exposed to it somehow or something. I mean, they... we know she's going to have that Green Lantern shit. Yeah. I think it would be cool if because like she's already been doing that, she yeah. has a familiarity with using something. They they better not do the I Green just Lantern don't think, shit. I don't want Green Lantern to be her forever. Now. No, it can, I, I don't even want it for like three episodes. To be honest, no, like, I, she's her power. Is like you can't, it's it's you can't screw with a character's fundamental power set. And she's you one know. of them characters that's made for inclusion, and to ruin what the character is. Yeah, when the character is designed so that people of a certain ethnicity feel represented mm-hmm. and then you just nuke what the character is as as a whole that's insulting <sighs> it hurts i mean but. there's no reason that there should be superheroes of every race rate creed color whatever and to like to get your first real representation like, representation mm-hmm. of, of, of somebody and then be like yeah you know what? we're not going to give her her real powers we're going to make it fake no that's it's ridiculous like, it's so hopefully they're screwing with us you know what i mean they're showing us the wrong stuff which like, they've done before i'm telling you i want it to just be like three episodes max of her using this green lantern shit and then oh oh my god like they just nuked manhattan or something <laughs> with, with something that's supposed to be an eco-friendly bomb that doesn't actually take out anything yeah what did they do they exposed everybody to chemicals oh and it activated something within them it's changing people not all of them that guy's a giant buff lab and that guy's a giant buff lab don't let him touch they're like a megazord black, <laughs> black bolts in the middle of manhattan like what the fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah. he just says what the fucking kills like three million people medusa's like honey what did you do i don't Meanwhile, know <laughs> her hair is kicking ass in the background like he just keeps talking I don't know. <laughs> he kills like three. She's like, stop talking. You can't talk. He's like, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going and going and going. Oh my god. No, that's I mean uh, Yeah, that Moon Knight thing, dude. Like I was watching it. But I saw okay, so the he changed his voice like four times. I love that. But oh the but the trailer, god. like so on YouTube, the official trailer shows him in costume standing there. But you yeah. never see that shot in the whole and trailer. In the, yeah. Which is was really nice. I like the costume though. It's a weird mix of like the original and then the newer ones. Mm-hmm. I hope we get to hope we get to see him in the suit, which is so badass. It. It's badass. If I had to guess, though, we'll probably see like Mark Spector, yeah, wearing the suit, yeah. and it'll just be like an obvious like thing that people go, "Oh, he's wearing the all white suit." That'd be but he cool. looks like the Rose in a way, doesn't he? Like that yeah. suit with the black with the real tight fitting mask. Yeah, um, you know, I always thought the suit was neat, but. It's gonna be a lot. I of fun think to it's see. gonna be cool though because they. It appears that they're going off of the comics that were recent. Yes, where yes, he's yes. like he's a he's mental an, patient yep. and yeah. he's he truly doesn't know what's real. And, and, it, and turns, it turns out it's Conchu's one of another god that's mm-hmm. pretending to like make trying to make him think he's insane. I love that. That was a great yeah. idea. Well, and he's they're showing the multiple personality thing already in the in this trailer. So mm-hmm. like. You know, he starts off talking like a wimpy version of himself. Like, I don't know what's going on with me, guys. Like, can you please help out? Then he's like, like I'm Duke Lito Atreides. Look at me. <laughs> For real, though. He, he switched he looked like that. so good in Dune. Oh, oh my God. He looked good. That man could grow a beard. Like, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a good beard. And it looked good with the gray and everything. Oh, he looked that's why awesome. I'm, I'm growing my beard out. I'm going to get that gray. Yeah. <laughs> Your beard is getting thick. Hell yeah. Shoot with your thickness. It's kind of messed up right now, but it's it, all right. it is what it is. <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> Mine's grown. Uh, mine's grown. And my mother-in-law pointed out the other day. She's like, "You have gray eyebrow hairs." I'm like, "I'll put you in a home. <laughs> I'll put you right in a home." <laughs> my daughters were like, "Why do you have white hair in your eyebrows?" I'm like, "I'm old." I don't know if you know this. I'm but 44 birthday, years old. <laughs> my birth date was a long time ago. Yeah, right. Like I'm 44. I'm not 34. No. I'm not 24. I'm 44. So shut up and do your homework. We, <laughs> yeah, we um, I was kind of talking about uh, some of the comics with with her a little bit. Some of the comics, like Moon Knight and stuff like that, growing up, and uh-huh. she kind of likes the idea of like of a, a character that has mental health issues and coming to terms with them. I'm like, yeah, but the thing is, honey, is like he doesn't come to terms with them. He just he's crazy and violent. He has no choice. <laughs> he's like he's just he's nuts. locked into the life. And he can't come to terms with it because he's Mm-mm. switching personalities every five oh, yeah. seconds. So sometimes, like, like he'll get picked up. There's a West Coast Avengers mm-hmm. um, issue where, like, Hawkeye's like, you should join up, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, yeah, maybe I will. I'll think about it, whatever. And he, so he calls his uh, friend, the French guy, to pick him up in the helicopter. And he's like, or the moon copter, whatever. And, he, <laughs> and his, his friend's like, uh, uh, French, he's like, he's like, hey, Mark. It is Mark I'm talking to today, right? He goes, yeah, for right now. I got the other ones locked away, but uh, good, jo- good, good job asking because you never know when you might get a sock to the face, <laughs> you know. He's like, but I'm going to stay here for a while. So, you know, but, but stick around the area, well, you know, just in case it goes south. That was right after they did that whole series with uh, Hawkeye and Mockingbird. And, like, oh, they, yeah. They've been thrown through time. And, and one of the old – they took – this is also a really controversial thing. They took uh, uh, the goat – not Ghost Rider, one of the old – Western heroes, you know, from the old like '60s comics, pulp comics, '50s, and they basically had him rape her. Like, mm. like basically, they he gave her, started making her take medication that made her forget who she was. And he told her he was his wife, and he had oh. sex. And he had sex with her. Ah, oh. 
<laughs> what what is wrong with you? Hold on one second. There we go. I take a little break real quick, folks. Sorry about that. The furnace kicked on. We're recording in the basement. <laughs> but we were talking about the uh, the horrible, horrible story of Mockingbird and the Ghost Rider. What was his name again? Phantom Rider. The Phantom Rider. Eighteen sixties. They didn't have the the term Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Yeah. How he like like the, the Avengers have been West Coast Avengers have been thrown back in time by this really stupid villain. By the way, like if you read the comic, you're like. This is lame. Like that, this is a that's horrible the guy villain. That sent them back in time. It's a he's a douche. He's a horrible villain. Like he's a completely forgettable, useless, lame villain. And so this the Phantom Rider like drugs her and makes her forget who she is, and sleeps with her for quite a while, for like a month. And like they fight crime together, and then she comes, like she realizes that that's not true, and that he's basically been raping her, and. uh and like you know because that's what it is you know he's you know taking advantage of her and hurting her and uh so they they get in this fight and like she sees through all of his tricks along with the help of two heroes from the that time period um these other gunslingers like the, the cisco kid or something like that you know and uh he's like he's on the edge of a cliff or whatever and he, she keeps calling him by his first name not you know phantom rider which she's making yeah. him more and more pissed off he's like hanging off the edge of a cliff he's like you could help me, Betty Jean. And she's like, my name is not Betty Jean. Stop it. He's like, you just forgot who you are. But I, but I want you. And if I can't have you, nobody's going to have you. And she's like, good riddance. And he falls to his death. He literally falls to his death. You know, so like she goes and like she gets like Hawkeye and her get back together. They get back to the modern era. And then she tells everybody. And Moon Knight is like, I don't see a problem with that. Because <laughs> he's like he's like my God is an eye for an eye kind of God, and that guy was a piece of shit, and he deserved to die. So <laughs> yep. what's your deal? And Hawkeye's like, you don't get to do that. We're Avengers, man. You know, and that's what actually causes causes a split in the West Coast Avengers, where Moon Knight goes off with like Mockingbird and I think one or two other people, mm-hmm. and uh, Tigra is the other one that goes off mm. with her. Yeah, you know, another really weird character, yeah. but um. Yeah, so, like, there's all this shit that happens. And then, like, you were reading, you just said that the, they retconned it in they, 2016. Yeah, 2016, the, the, they brought her new series in, and that was one of the things they quickly retconned. Um, basically, they made it so Hawkeye had made up that part of the story, that she was no gaslit, drugged, raped, and then murdered the guy. She did end up killing the guy. But that's not the the way the events got there. It was not a she got gaslit into a relationship, then raped, then you know, then it led to that. No, it was just Hawkeye felt a certain type of way and was just like, "It's so that's, stupid." That's what happened. You can't tell me different. That's so dumb. Hawkeye Hawkeye was a douchebag in those comics, but I mean, like that's so stupid. Like, yeah, it just makes him worse. Because like like I was saying, like Moonlight, the whole reason Moonlight split off from the West Coast Avengers is because he didn't agree with what Hawkeye was saying. He thought. Mockingbird was correct, and he left. So that's mm-hmm. so. Well then, why did he leave the West Coast Avengers? Hawkeye, like when they retcon shit and it ties into like four other characters, that's stupid because right. they have to fix all of that. Yeah, you know, there's like yeah, there's multiple layers here because it's like if it caused a full team split eventually, if the events of that one story ultimately led to a split of characters, yeah, then you have to explain. All right, was it just a lie that Hawkeye was pushing and everybody believed it? Or was it like where they all told something different? What like there's layers to what you need to know about this lie 
that you're not getting just by doing a Mockingbird comic where she says yep. that didn't happen. Yeah, you have to like you need to say what happened on Moon Knight's end, what yep. happened on this guy's end, like, what really happened. I think it. I think that's around the time. I think Tiger and Moon Knight were hooking up too. They started hooking up around oh that my time. Gosh. It was weird. Tiger's one of those weird characters. It's like kind of fun for a second. You're like, yeah, Thundercats, and you're like, well, wait. <laughs> I hope Moon Knight is. Uh, I hope he's as reckless in a fight. Oh as, yeah, as he is. In I hope he's crazy. I hope he's I nuts. I don't want him. I want him to be very brutal. I mean, clearly that one shot in the trailer where <laughs> he's, he's just beating, beating that guy's <laughs> face in in the bathroom. Where? Wham, wham, like wham, that. Looks, I'm like, oh, that oh. looks amazing. I just want to keep hitting him. Okay. I want to see if somebody capable of fighting like goes up against him and he just doesn't block for shit just like he, how he's supposed to mm-hmm. and it throws somebody off and they're and he's just like yep wet wet yeah yeah because he gets stronger like the, his, his powers used to like wane as the moon waned and get stronger as mm-hmm. the moon got more full and that was Kanchu giving him some abilities or whatever and yeah. then like he pissed off Kanchu and Kanchu like took those abilities away but he had like he had like superhuman class I think he was like superhuman class like 10 like he could lift like 10 tons Mm-hmm. under a full moon like he was really freaking strong like yeah. that's that's you know not not peter parker strong i think spider-man's like a superhuman class like 25 or 50 well he can lift up like there. what was it like 30 times like the average uh human body weight yeah yeah yeah. and it's like that's a lot that's of a lot of weight yeah <laughs> especially if it's my big ass but like you know just like like well that's that's 200 times 30 no, no, no wait no 30 is a big underestimation I'm, it's more like 300 i forget i gotta look it up but oh, like no. based on regular spider rules like he would have an insane number but his number scales beyond that because of the type of spider that bit him we're both looking down at our phones like trying to look at, i'm looking at moon knight powers Moon Knight power. I'm looking at Spider Man's strength level. Yeah, his current strength level is he can lift up to 25 tons. That's 50,000 pounds. Damn. That Spider Man can just lift. That's insane. He, he can it's bench like when, that. Like it's like when Cap drops his uh, drops that uh, thing on him in the uh, Civil War. He just catches it and he's like, oh. Yeah, and uh, or in in Homecoming when the whole building is collapsing on him, like and he's just like, well. Damn it! I gotta hold it now, but like, <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here eventually. That's so funny. Or when he like steers a crashing cargo plane, so it doesn't take out Coney Island. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like what the fuck? Where is it? He held together a splitting ferry boat that I remember. Weighs, oh yeah, that's right. That weighs a lot, and he held it together long enough for it to not sink at all. That was crazy, and that's isn't that when Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron, Man Iron came Man's drones him? came through and and helped out. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, that feat is stronger than anything Toby's Spider Man ever did or Andrew's ever did. Oh, here it is. It says uh, currently Mark Spector has the strength of a normal human male, his age, height, and build, who engages in intensive regular exercise. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? He could formerly press or lift twice his body weight, which would be 450 pounds, mm. but since losing his powers, he's been routinely weightlifting and is likely stronger. According to the official Marvel Handbook, Volume 1, Issue 9, at his strongest in the light of a full moon, he can lift about two tons. Jesus. And immediately it says weaknesses, brain damage and mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It's so true, though. I mean, like, it's like, it's, He's a bit like Rorschach was, where like you know, like like you've got in Watchmen, like you've got a guy who's got 
tremendous potential. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a really good crime fighter, but he's also really messed up in the head. And because he's so messed up in the head, he makes dumb mistakes, or he'll just do stuff that you logically don't really want to do, and that led to trouble, you know. But the, uh, yeah, I saw that, that, so the Moon Knight trailer was, like, freaking incredible. And then you've got, like, I gotta say, so, I watched the She-Hulk trailer. Mm -hmm. And I was just, like, I'm... It just doesn't look right. Like, she doesn't look like the way Jen Walters has ever been drawn. And I'm curious. The CGI looks like shit. I'm curious because, well, it's it's not being it's not done being made. That's but true. The one thing I'm curious, um, you know, part of her origin was like she wanted the gamma for herself, and so that Bruce could be free of the yeah. Hulk. Yeah, I thought he, she took like a blood transfusion from him. That's one of the many yeah. ways she she's been given it over the years, and I wonder if that's going to be their route. And they're just going to do away with Banner Hulk. And they're just going to make her the new, like, we need a Hulk in this situation. It's just going to be her. And Banner's going to be just be brains in the lab at all times. Now see, what I found confusing is that, so they showed Bruce Banner talking, right? And he's got his arm in a sling still. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's apparently that's something that's not going to heal. Or it's going to take Oh, forever. it's healing. But, yeah, because then they show him in the in the trailer and his arm's not in a sling. Yeah, he's healed. So it's like... Did you see oh. Shang-Chi? No, I have not watched the that The post-credit yet. is, it it's, shows him in human form. Yeah, standing in the holograms with, with, with Captain Marvel and stuff. I think I saw that. He's got his arm in a sling. Yeah. But, but there's like a machine hooked up to it that looks like something he invented oh. to accelerate his healing process. Speaking of Shang-Chi, okay, uh, that fucking New Avengers run, do you remember when Shang-Chi got used pin particles to get super big and fought a dragon over Shanghai? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awesome. I was reading through that recently. I was like... I forgot that motherfucker did this. He's like big. He's like Ultraman. He's humongous. He's fighting a dragon that literally had the entire city of Ma- of Madripoor on its yep, head. Yep. I was like, this comic is just retarded. <laughs> he's just so big. Yeah, I see a, <clears throat> a lot of people have been kind of like hating overall on the movie. Really? It looked fantastic. Even though it's probably, <clears throat> if it's not the best, it's probably top three solo hero marvel films because it you, you kind of forget you're even in a marvel film for most of it i mean that's cool it because it's not you're not being beaten the head over and over with marvel shit like yeah, it's, yeah yeah it's really you, just here's an asian kid his he comes from a strange family where like his dad was running a, a crime organization and uh, he also had these rings that were really fucking powerful and his mom was this really sweet lady but she's dead now and the sister, she was left back with the crime family, and he doesn't know what happened to her. So it's like, it doesn't, it's not like Iron Man was the biggest menace in the world. Yeah. They don't play off of that too much. Huh. You get like two lines that refer back to that. And it's oh. um, just to tie it into the universe. Because the, the Mandarin, yeah, he brings it up. He's like, he's like, that man that was over there, you know, making a, a, a joke out of Western civilization, he, you know, he took my. Uh, my likeness and made it a uh, a name that people would fear. And he named me after a chicken dish. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. It is. It's like, damn, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the comics, of course, the Mandarin was so badass. Yeah. He actually took his, his rings he got from a starship yeah. that had crashed. I forget what starship it was. It wasn't anything like 
tree or anything like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a scrawl. It was just some ship. And he had taken the ship's engine components and, like, they were in the shape of rings. And, like, they, it looked, they looked like rings. But I guess they were, like, together they did something with the engine. But by putting mm-hmm. them on, he could control, like, fire, ice, like, uh, telekinesis, teleportation. He could hypnotize people and do all sorts of weird shit with them. So that was his big shtick. No yeah. way. I mean... And he dressed like, um, uh, oh god, who's that guy? I got a shirt. It's from Big Trip in Little China. Lopan. You're wearing it. He, d- he dressed like you're wearing. I, it. I'm fucking wearing it right now. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, so he was dressing. He's yeah. he dressed like Lil Pan. Yeah. Like in all the old Iron Man comics, you're like, oh my God, that's cool. So I'm sure that's what they based And his name was like Fu Manchu at the yeah, time. Oh yeah, too. Oh it was yeah. like, man, yeah. they really didn't, no, they they didn't, didn't care at all. These are about just a stand, a bunch of guys smoking <laughs> smoking weed and drinking too much coffee. Like, what if there was a Chinese dude named Fu Manchu? Oh, that's awesome. We should give him a big mustache. That's right. And we'll call him the Mandarin because he's Chinese. And we'll make a big dragon over there. We'll call him Fing Fang Foom. But don't, <laughs> don't give him pants. It's funny. Just don't give him pants. <laughs> Oh my That's god! That's horrible. Come on, oh, it's bad. Come on, typical seventies. You know, it's <laughs> so bad. That's Jack. It's Jack Kirby being like, "Stan, Stan, you need to put put the bong down for a second. Okay, Stan, listen to me. Oh, we can't gosh. have Fing Fang Foom walking around over a city with his balls hanging out. <laughs> you know, we're gonna have to fix that." Stan's like, "Giant balls are in, are, are inspiring for youth. Excelsior!" Excelsior. <laughs> No, that's I'm, horrible. I'm sure Stan never did that. That's horrible. I'm going to have to make an LLC, so if we get sued, they don't sue me. They sue that. I was they sue the LLC, <laughs> not you. Because we're going to get sued. Um, <laughs> Stan's a statesman. Like, he did not want balls on that giant dragon. What's the matter with you? One million. <laughs> One million, Your Honor. Um, yeah, the the rings, there there's something special in the comics. They haven't got there yet with the movies. It'd be really cool if they had the Mandarin pop. Because he's a fun villain. It's like aim. Well, they're, they're fun villains. They're like, you know? well, the rings are like almost a, uh, an alternate form of what the gauntlet does. Yep, yep, yep. It's, yep. They control totally. aspects of the universe in a in a limited realm. Oh, yeah. Because so, if you're only, if, if Iron Man's fighting you and you shoot him with an ice beam and it slows him down a little bit, that's not even like Bobby Drake quality. Right, ice. right. That's just, you know. Right. It's, would, it's limited, yeah. but it's just like the gauntlet where yeah. you can kind of do what you want to do. Yeah, but not to the extent you might yeah. want. Yeah, you know, it's not like a cosmic cube. It's not. It's not wish yeah. fu- wish fulfill- fulfillment or anything like that. Right. You know, you just get like it's like Captain Planet powers, kind of. I right. Think, right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it yeah. is. You know, but there's no lay no love ring over there either, though. But you know? now it's like bracelets that are more so. Um, well, th- this is the thing. I don't think they've shown us what the true power of them is in the MCU yet, because the rings. Yeah. They, because they don't even understand them yet yeah. in this movie, like. Um, where, the, where do they come from in the in the show? Is so, it the dark dimension or something like that? Or? Well, in in the movie, it's um, Wenwu, who is the Mandarin. Yeah, um, he had them already at the beginning of the movie. It was like he was passing them along or something, hmm. or maybe he had stumbled across them in like a crater or something. We don't know. Yeah. But the movie starts with him taking over a whole empire by himself. Like there's an army in front of this castle gate. Yeah, and he's got his army behind him, and he's like, "Yeah, we're here to accept your surrender." And they're like, "Nope." Ah. <laughs> <And> they <laughs> they attack him, and he he literally just like one man armies the whole that. thing. He I has an army behind him. Yeah, he doesn't care. He just rips. Like, you hang back. Guys. This is on me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's like riding his horse, 
and they start shooting bows, uh, shooting their bows at him. So all these arrows are coming at him, and he takes the the rings because they're like bracelets. Yeah, he separates them off his arms, so they're like almost like telekinetically floating beyond his arms, Ugh. and then he starts whipping them around him and the horse. And it just turns into a bubble shield for him and the horse. That's and cool. He's just nonstop blocking these arrows. Aww. Then he gets up on them and he like launches himself by like pushing them into the ground. Yeah. So it's it seems to be a very like telekinetic thing right now. Yeah. That, like he doesn't like no one that's used it so far has shown anything beyond Telecom- this, yeah. this telekinetic. We're gonna move these rings just by having a connection to them, and we're gonna use them to huh. fight. Or we're going to use them to jump. Or we're going to use them to prevent ourselves from landing from 500 feet in the air. Um, it's kind of cool. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it the movie kind of uh, – it ends in a way where um, Wong shows up again. He shows up twice in the movie. Once he's fighting Abomination. The second time he's recruiting Shang-Chi for this Avenger's life. And uh, when Wong is like – meeting with him about it that's when bruce banner and captain marvel are sitting in on the meeting holographically okay, yeah and he's like long ago like dating back to um you know the early time of this universe's creation um these rings existed that their, their their energy signature goes back to then so like the stones go back to the absolute creation yeah, yeah, yeah. the rings aren't that far behind yeah um cool but uh he's like when you did whatever you did and uh i forget what the name of the talo it's the the mystical city um we like we felt that your your uh interaction with the rings throughout all of the sanctums across the world like we we knew something had just happened oh, no way. that was a big deal and uh it was implied that like they'll di- dive deeper into that and probably whatever the shang chi sequel is That'd be cool. So you think you, you think they're gonna greenlight a, a, a sequel? I think they'll absolutely do it because the movie not only did better than Black Widow, but it is this. Well, I, I don't know if Eternals already beat it, but it's one of the best rated solo Marvel movies right now. Oh. And um, and everybody seems to love it. I haven't heard anybody say it's bad. I, only thing I've heard is that a lot of people don't like the the near end part of the movie because it it does turn into a Marvel movie with the CGI and the spectacle, but I fucking love it. He's riding a dragon at one point. He like, he's fighting the, uh, the dweller in darkness, the giant, like octopus thing. But Are you it, serious? But, it, but it's not like an octopus. It's, it looks like a dragon mixed with that. That's weird. And it, it, it came from like a dark portal that was in this like hidden Chinese, like Shangri-La type <laughs> place. But, uh, he fights it while riding this dragon that's called the great protector a lot of people are like bro why don't you just call it fing fang foom like it's yeah it's yeah. a dragon yeah. he's riding it like i get it like fin fang foom might that's sound funny. kind of you know racist but like that's what he is um but he like he does this thing with the rings where like he like gets launched up by the dragon and then the dweller is on the ground like or uh, well, I guess in the water, but like yeah. belly up. Oh, <laughs> and he like he sends the the rings into its body, and he makes them form the circle. So like all the rings are in this in the dweller in darkness chest, yeah, forming a circle, 
and then he starts spinning it, and you just see, and then he's like, and then you see, blows it up, and uh, and he like dives through it. It's it was pretty sweet. It's so funny. But that was the event that triggered this whole like, yo, you did something with those rings that made us all notice. Like that's a magic item that you just used huh. and the way you used it has awoken something <laughs> like but um he, he can like views himself as a buddha uh what do they call it basically somebody that's on the path to being a buddha but hasn't achieved that yeah that he's, yet. He's, he's going for enlightenment but yeah he hasn't quite uh, reached that yet, yeah yeah which is an interesting aspect they didn't go character. for that with the movie though they made it so it was like he just was a kid that wanted to escape his dad's crime world yeah and then he gets sucked back into this, like, we're going to have to go against my dad because he's like, a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he like, in the comics, he, like, teams up with, like, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist and, like, Jack of Hearts. I he, think Iron Fist is actually on the table. Because Jack of Hearts is a funny character because he's basically comprised of energy. So, like, he's he's a living, like, like Iron Man is, like, made of ionic energy. Not Iron Man. Um, a, blah, 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 a Wonder Man is made of ionic energy. Like, literally comprised of it entirely. Um, Jack of Hearts is almost entirely comprised of some I forget what the energy is called, but um, so he can like you know basically like fry people. Mm-hmm. He can like convert himself in energy and teleport places or go at the speed of light, whatever. And he's got near infinite strength. He doesn't get tired. Doesn't sleep. Right. Because he's basically comprised. So he's a funky character. But he's, he's Jack of Hearts. His name is Jack of Hearts. I mean, come on. Like he's one of the characters. <laughs> one of the characters that came out. Like you're just like, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like really? come on. Oh it's on the nose. Like that micro microwave girl, um, <laughs> Firestar from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Like mm-hmm. you're like Firestar. Okay, so you look like Jean Grey, right? <laughs> you you shoot microwaves, right? <laughs> so you're useless against anything that does not have water in it. So you can't do anything against steel. You can't do anything against the air itself, really, unless it's kind of you know moist out, you know. Like, what do you like? Because it showed her, it used to show, like, the that cartoon series used to drive uh, one of my old friends nuts. Because, mm-hmm. like, it would show her, like, melting through concrete. He's like, there's not enough water. If you shoot right. a microwave <laughs> at concrete, it doesn't melt it. Like, she, what? You know, like, it was pretty funny, but, like. No, you'd have to go through a serious process to turn concrete into. Like, to melt it with like, microwave energy. Yeah. That's not how that works. She'll, like, she'll, melt, she'll melt the chocolate in your pocket, but she's not going to do You might have chocolate. to throw some aluminum foil on that uh, on that concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Just explode it. Like, oh, my God. It's so weird. No, it's. Uh, it'll be interesting. Like, Shang-Chi. I'm excited for all of this Marvel stuff, honestly. It's a lot, right? Even though, like, I'm. But Jen Walters, dude, I'm telling you. It looks like. I don't know. I'm I. I was never the biggest She-Hulk fan anyway. She breaks the she broke the fourth wall before Deadpool. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Every time you move that and hit it, it echoes humongously. Stop it! I gotta cut it out. It's like it'll start doing that. Okay. Good call. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but like she broke the fourth wall first, and was very funny about it. Like there was like, like she did a special. The last issue I remember even seeing her was like. They were make, making fun of the writers. It was like some 50th anniversary or 100th issue. Not 50th anniversary. like 100th issue. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it was all these short stories. And one of them was like about like the fact that the writers were sexist pigs. And they kept, <laughs> they kept drawing her with humongous boobs, like on yeah. a beach in a bikini. And she's like, really? This is the way we're going with this? <laughs> oh, fuck you, Mark. You know, it's like, and she's referring to one of the writers, you know, Mark, whatever his name is. You know, and then she's like, like she's, uh, women pop out of the water and they're like 
get her and they're all like like buxom like you know <laughs> like wearing like nothing ready to fight her like you know and they're like get back in the water oh my god look at the size of her uh. oh and like gosh. it shows like it's a shot of her like her boobs they're like muscles and they turn around like <laughs> she's like oh, i hate this so much oh, no. like have you ever been in a date before ever you know it's so funny because then like it's like one of the but she used to break the break the fourth wall apparently a lot and like like you That's i was crazy. never a big fan i never no, read her I've, comics i'm or not i'm honestly i've only seen a couple comics where i was like oh she's really cool the new hulk series she was in it a couple times like mm-hmm. not the immortal the immortal hulk yeah where he's like Demon Hulk, like he gets his face ripped off. He's yeah. like, blah, blah. yeah, it's messed like, up. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, the abomination comes back, but it's like a shell that people can wear, and like it barfs acid at the Hulk, and it interrupts his ability to heal, so it'll melt him. There's one point where the harpy like eats his heart to like kill him, and it jump starts his, his regeneration, so he regenerates uh-huh. again. It's like really weird shit. God, I'm curious because she's an attorney by day. Oh, she's dumb in hell in those guys, those in those comics. She like she's losing her intelligence and becoming yeah. stronger, but she's becoming more like what they call the cabbage cabbage brain Hulk, where he's just like a child. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's like she Hulk don't know why she do this. She starts talking like the Hulk yeah. used to, you know. Yeah. So she loses her intelligence as but, the trade off for their strength. Yep. Yeah. Which never happened before. Well, and that's I mean they <clears throat> they've explained that like if you look at all the versions of Hulk, that power scale is consistent, mm-hmm. whereas the the. You know, most of the time it was just assumed if the Hulk gets angry, he gets stronger. But, like, if, if you consider how smart the Hulk is at any point, yeah, that changes the scale. Yep. So, like, you know, Amadeus Cho is the smartest Hulk there is oh, because yeah. he has all of the brains that Amadeus Cho has. He has yeah. a natural, like, like um, the, almost autistic level the, for prediction. He's, yeah, like, he's it's, supposed to be the, it's crazy. They, rate, they ranked him as the fourth smartest living being behind Reed Richards and, and his kids and, and <laughs> well no it's like it's like Reed Tony um, and Dr. Doom, Doom and yeah and then it's Amadeus Cho but then they said then Reed Reed came out and said he goes you know I told you that but realistically you're actually like more intelligent than Tony Stark but we didn't want to make Tony feel bad because well, he gets mad though. you know it's like Reed <clears throat> is responsible for three of the smartest people in the world oh yeah, himself his, Valeria Valeria smart as crap. Valeria is he he's straight up said Valeria is smarter than me. Oh yeah. She just won't show me how smart she is. She yeah. literally is like a child. She's, She's hiding yeah. how cool she is. She sent him that note during the um the collapse of the universe is the end of that that old era where all the universes were collapsing in yeah. each other because yeah. the beyonders were killing everything. And she was like, It's time it's she what did she say like it's good sometimes it's good to know when you can't win. Mm-hmm. And it's time there's something like that where it's like it's it's time to consider your other options, and he's like, "All right, well we're we're not going to be able to do this. We have to start building these lifeboats to try to survive the end of the multiverse." And and Tony was like, "Why?" He's like, "Because my daughter said so." <laughs> yeah, basically right. what it was. So that's why they started working on those lifeboats, you know. And it ended up not <clears throat> even mattering all that much. Like there's two of them sit like one lifeboat. They both there were two lifeboats out there like. Soon the kids were on one, mm-hmm. and they survived. And Victor saved them. And then, like, the other one was him, with like uh, Spider Man and a bunch of other people, Black Panther. And then, oh, that's right, that's right. I forgot. Um, uh, Scott Summers mm-hmm. was there, and he had the Phoenix Force with him. And Doom killed him. That's like, just killed up. the straight up. Like, the Phoenix Force was not as powerful because there wasn't that much life in the universe. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix Force is a representation of all the life in the universe. So if there's not a lot of life, the Phoenix Force is weaker. Weaker. So 
he's like, you know, yeah, you know, we're the Phoenix Force. We demand. And Doom's just like, and pops yeah, his head. Just done. Kill him. <laughs> we're not doing uses, this. Uses the Infinity Gauntlet to kill him. You know, it's like, oh shit. You know, yeah. like that was interesting. That's one. That's one of the ones where like Thanos and then um, a bunch of the uh, the Dark Cabal had survived and like. I think Thanos confronted Doom and got killed finally. Like Doom finally killed him because, you know, at that point, death was like, I'm pissed at you, so you're not, you can't die. Right. I, I, curse, I curse you not to be able to die. Right. So Thanos was forbidden from, you know, being with his love, Mistress Death, because mm-hmm. she was like, fuck you. Yeah. You're never going to die. And this was one of those things, like, he had cursed, like, Deadpool because she was, like, all about Deadpool. And, like, it was a realist. I mean, in the Deadpool comics, anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, I think in the real Marvel universe, she really wasn't, but Deadpool saw it that way. Like, yeah. she wants me. You know? But, like, he is like, you can't, if I can't have her, you can't have her, Wilson. So he cursed him with never being able to die, no matter how much his body was destroyed. And, yeah, uh, so he's got the curse of undying, yeah. so he will always be alive. And it's so funny, because, like, it's like he's, at least Deadpool's, like, sitting there, he's like, He's like, it's like Mistress Death as a skeleton, like kissing on him, like stroking his face. She's like, baby, baby, I need you, baby, baby, <laughs> baby. Why don't you just come to me, baby? He's like, I can't, baby. I'm busy. I got stuff to do, but someday we'll be together, baby. Just hold on, baby. You know, it's like <laughs> that's messed up. That's so freaking funny. But then like and later, Thanos don't get no love. Well, it's funny because like later in the comics, she really, like like she starts talking to him, and you realize like that wasn't Wade Wilson imagining shit. She really was talking to him that right. way. Like death, <laughs> death was really like. Oh my god! I want you because I can't really have you because you're immortal. Yeah. I really want you now. <laughs> yeah. It's like a turn on for me. It's like my kink. Like I can't kill you. Like, you can't die. <laughs> you know. And he was just like, he's like, oh, this is so hot right now. <laughs> I love when you look at me with that bony stare and those, oh those empty eye sockets. Ew. <laughs> it's so messed up. It's so messed up. The, that whole series of, of Deadpool versus Thanos. If you guys have not read that, it's ridiculous. You, it's so funny because at one point Thanos reverses what he did so that he can kill him and then De- Mistress Death keeps sending him back and Thanos is like what the fuck <laughs> it's like it didn't even matter it made like, no difference <laughs> like he it's so freaking funny oh my god that whole series like Deadpool is one of those comic series like you read it and you're just like I think I might have brain damage <laughs> because like this is really really fucking weird there's like an alternate there's the alternate universe versions of Deadpool there's like female Deadpool and kid Deadpool and all these stuff and like uh, there's dog pool and dog like pool's cool. <laughs> it's so freaking funny. And like there's a, I think there was a one. There's a point where Deadpool went and killed them all finally, like or something like that. Or he tried to kill them all, and they were all like, "You're an asshole." You know, like, <laughs> but yeah, so like I don't, I don't have to think about that She-Hulk series, man. Like, it just doesn't look interesting. I just, I, I, I yeah. for one, I don't know what their goal is for a villain, and that's that's where my big concern is going forward with these Marvel shows is like. Scarlet Witch was basically her own villain by oh, the, totally. end, of, by oh, the yeah. end of WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Agatha was still a villain and, you know, was trying to extract some crazy power and whatever. But and wasn't Agatha Harkness also, like, the nanny for the Fantastic Four kids at one point? Like, I think she at was one point never, she was. She was never really a villain villain. Yeah, she's, yeah. She, like, she's, in, she's into bad shit, but she's not necessarily a villain herself. She's not evil. She's just interested in power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the gain of it. Yeah, so, and protecting like she's got her own show. Uh, they just announced. Really, Agatha Harkness is gonna have her own spinoff show. Is it gonna be that actress? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And uh, there's she no, was the one from. She's in a few things. She was in Step Brothers. She got railed on the urinal. <laughs> oh, that's so nasty. 
And then she and then she pissed in that urinal and said, "Stay golden, pony boy." That's so gross. <laughs> she was so nasty in that movie. Oh my god, why? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, she was boning John C. Riley in that movie. That's so gross. <laughs> I think the and there's the scene when they're <laughs> when they're karaoke in the car. Oh my god! And she starts singing, and her husband's like, "Flat, you're so flat." God, why twelve hundred twelve hundred dollars a week on singing lessons, and this is what I get? All right, I guess I gotta save it with the solo. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes in. <laughs> oh, oh my man. god, that's so good. But yeah, she's uh, she's got her own show. Yeah, as I saw, I just looked it up. WandaVision spinoff. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know what they're going to do with it, though. I don't know if they're going to show what she was doing in between the Salem Witch Trials and WandaVision, or if they're going to show a way she breaks out of Wanda's spell on her and maybe helps Wanda. I mean, she did, like, one of the last things she said was, you're going to need me. And Wanda was like, oh, well, I'll come and see you then on that day. So and it's supposed to come out after Multiverse of Madness. So anything Wanda is gonna do that's crazy is supposed to happen before the Agatha series. So you know we might see her in that way. Huh. I kept thinking she was the woman from American Horror Story, but she's not. Which one, Sarah Paulson? I think it's who I'm confusing her with. <laughs> no, 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 not Sarah Paulson. Is it Sarah Paulson? Uh, that's the. I don't think so. That's literally the only person I can name on. American Horror Story next to Evan Peters and uh, oh, what's her name? Um, God, what's the girl's name? She's like Julia Roberts' kid or something. Uh, is it Emma Roberts? I forget. Lily Rob 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 Robbie? No. Lizzie Brocheri? That's not her. Uh, not Jessica Lange. Damn it! My brain is pudding. It's horrible how messed up my brain is. And it's, it's, it's not her. Okay. That'll be interesting to see. It's, it, it is kind of funny to see all these um, old, like, Hollywood, like, you know, movie actors and actresses playing these, you know, roles that are like like, like Netflix and, like, TV, basically TV series mm-hmm. and kicking ass doing it. Like, it's great. It's, it's amazing. Great. Like, it's like, oh, my God, this is great. Like, I'm waiting for Scorsese to start directing some of this shit. Like, you know. <laughs> Like, oh, my God, like, this Netflix show is great. Who directed Scorsese directed this? What the, f- you know. I don't think he'd ever be caught dead doing TV. No. And I think it's because he's so pretentious. Yeah, I think so, too. I, oh. I mean, I, I do think he deserves to feel a certain way because he is responsible for, like, the best mob movies. But, like, it's it's like, come on, dude. Like, I'd like get, to see him do a Dick Tracy movie. I'd like to see him do a, anything, honestly. But yeah. it's like. Man, I feel like he just boxes himself into this. Like, I have to do mafia movies. You see that with a lot of guys. Like, like look at chick like James Cameron, for instance. He's a dick. Yeah. He, he basically <laughs> he sh- he shits on comic book movies all the time, and then he makes movies and that might he, as well be comic. Oh book yeah, movies. yeah. He's like he's like nobody wants to see like five you know Avengers movies the same shit over and over. By the way, here's here's I, five avatars five coming avatars by twenty twenty five. So stupid. Nobody <laughs> cares. And nobody cares. Get out of here, James. Like, legit. Like, <laughs> nobody cares about those movies. 
No one's talking about him. If Nobody they were gives a do shit. A sequel, they should have did it within three years of the first. Oh no, because like, his whole thing with that one was special effects, was the CGI and yeah, all that shit. Three D was and a now, craze, and now it's like three D is not a craze, and no. CGI is every movie yeah. anyway, so it's not special to I do. Guarantee you, that's gonna come out and it's gonna it's gonna flop, and he's gonna go, he's gonna he's gonna make an excuse like, well, everybody wants like a Marvel movie, everybody wants a superhero movie, and I'm not making that. You know, good for, it, like good for you, James. Good for you. Go yeah. go rest on your Titanic money bed. Yeah, like, right. Like it's really weird. Here. Go make like, go make Titanic two or something. <laughs> go make Titanic you know, two. which was a thing, by the way. They made that I know, movie. I know. And it's That's like, horrible. It like showed like the from a different perspective, like two people on the Titanic. God, that's and so it was stupid. really bad. Dude, even the Titanic movie was a bad demonstration of the history of it. Like yeah. it, was, it was just the not only good. good part of that movie was the guy falling and hitting the propeller. The best part. The best the part. Bing <laughs> off the propeller. You're like, like, oh. oh. You're like, oh, is he gonna hit it? Is he gonna? Hit it? <laughs> yeah. And you hear like, ding. You're like, yeah. Oh man, that's the best. <laughs> and then like Jack, like after that movie, people were going to some poor man's grave named Jack Don- Dotson or whatever the hell his name was. Yeah. And like his family's like, will you please stop coming to his grave? It's not him. He died like of polio or something. Like like he did not die on the Titanic. What the f- you know? Like no, you died in the Titanic. It's him. We know it's him. It's like he was a made up character. He's fictional. This is my great grandfather. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. You know? Did you see uh, Ridley Scott just shit on Marvel movies the other day? Damn it, Ridley. Yeah, and you, and I was sitting there like you old butthead. I was like like yeah, he makes some good movies, but like. His biggest complaint was Marvel movies are all spectacle. They're all the same. Their writing is fucking terrible. And it's I was like, all like, your alien movies, buddy. I was like, bro, like all of your alien movies after the first one were mostly for spectacle, and oh, the yeah. writing was pretty shit. Like, yeah, it was pretty bad. Like, I mean, even the even the new ones. I think Prometheus is really good, and, and I enjoy Covenant, but I understand that the writing is terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm reading this. I'm reading this right now off of IndieWire.com. It says. Ridley Scott slams superhero movies. Quote, they're boring as shit with scripts <laughs> that aren't any fucking good. It's like, first of all, you're 70, so nobody cares what right, you have like, to say about shut shit. The fuck up. Like, realistically, <laughs> like, like his idea of good music is kind of like. <laughs> that old, like, like, like 1920s, 40s. That 40s coming back from the oh, war music. So stupid. You so that stupid. Little Italy playing in the background. No movie director. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna come out and say this right now. Like no, for all the five listeners we have, <laughs> no movie director or writer should ever come out and say this genre is shit or this is shit because you're shitting on somebody else's art form. Mm-hmm. And what you do is art. It, you can call it whatever the fuck you want to call it, but it's an art form. And shitting on other people's art when you're an artist is the highest level of narcissism and fucking egotistical stupidity. Yeah. And all yeah, it and does you're is you're not just shitting on one person there. You're, no, you're like, shitting on the fans. He's shitting on the screenwriter. He's shitting on the the fans. He's shitting yep. on the actual writers. Like, yep. the, you're shitting on all the assistants to the writers. You're mm. shitting on the directors. You're shitting on the... Like there's countless people that work on these. So movies. what you do, what you do is you basically put your own name in the mud, and you just don't want to work in because that's not the way the I world mean, works. You're, you're stacking up a list of yep. hundreds of people that will never want to work with you. Yep, that's and, not cool. And the thing is, the world like our generation is we don't work that way. We don't go, oh well, he doesn't like it, so we're not going to like it either. We go, he doesn't like it. Why? Oh, that's why he doesn't like it. Oh, fuck him! You know, because we all grew up watching George, just, Car- well, George Carlin and Richard Pryor mm-hmm. and Sam Kennison, and we don't give a 
fuck about what the older generations right. think or right. whether what their what their rule sets were or what their mindsets were. We make up our own decision of what we like and what we don't like. Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's it's just crazy to me that they come out and say these things in general because it's like, I, all right, like I feel like Ridley Scott would love to do like one type of Marvel movie, but I don't think there's been a Marvel movie yet that he would have been interested in being a part of anyway. So it's like. You know what would what would like Ridley Scott gain from doing a Marvel movie? Nothing. Nothing. He's got a cemented legacy already with the creation of two of the most known things in <clears throat> pop culture history, and it's like good for you, bro. But like to shit on it now, it's like, all right. First of all, it's been like ten, ten to thirteen years now of the MCU. Thirteen years of the MCU. The, the first, well, the first couple, was. Oh yeah, I holy remember, yeah. shit! It's been thirteen years of the MCU. I think about it this way too: the first five years, the movies made more money than all of Ridley Scott's films combined. Right to this day, and then Endgame <laughs> went and made like as much money as all of his movies. Endgame came and made more money than Nicaragua and Guatemala combined. Like, like literally the GDP of both those countries. That's crazy. They, it made more like it made like four point eight billion or some crazy amount. Like, I'm just lucky I was raised by a woman. Uh, shout out to my mama that like you know had an open mind about everything and let me read shit like I was reading Arthur C. Clarke and shit when I was like 10, 11 years old mm-hmm. you know I was watching Doctor Who and Star Trek and, and Star Wars and reading shit reading Scientific American and fun shit like that and like had an open mind about everything like you know she exposed me to all sorts of different um, like like genres of, of like different things like mysteries and things so like I was able to you know by the time I was old enough to go pick my own movies mm-hmm. and go see my own movies really I had a well-rounded viewpoint of, of what I thought was cool you know whereas like <clears throat> you know I think some of these older these older guys like they were like raised like you know like the, the Spielbergs and the Lucases they were raised with a very small amount of media and things to read so their their viewpoints tend to be kind of like you look at look at Lucas's the the prequels right like the yeah. way Lucas wrote the characters was very much like something you would think like the Flash Gordon era shit was where it was yeah. very simple very simple but they were and they were straightforward and they weren't badly necessarily badly conceived characters but the writing wasn't quite what modern audiences wanted to see right, like right. you can't have a one dimensional character right you can't have Anakin make really stupid moves because we're not going to watch it and be like well he made that decision well that's strange we're going to go why would he make that decision his life leading up to that point makes it makes it's completely illogical for right, him to right. make that decision so like that's why those movies for a lot of us we were like huh okay <laughs> george needs help you know like i think so, the first one is the worst example yeah the, the yeah phantom yeah. menace is the worst example. are you an angel yeah, no, they make they made Anakin a doofus as a child, and it's like, I I get it in two and three at least because like in two and three he's an angsty teen, going into an adult with a forbidden love. Yeah, where he's got a kid now, and it's like holy with a woman, shit, with how a woman. am I gonna tell the masters that I have a kid coming? With a woman who's like ten years his senior, like yeah, no, that's like, that's crazy. She's good, Padme. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, if you know somebody when they're young. And then you try to hook up with them when they get old. That's called that's grooming. Gross. That's yeah, called, it was called grooming. You're a queen, and you're it. grooming a, a, a child Padawan. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you, Padawan? There was the Star Trek Voyager episode. It was like like some kind of weird thing where Kess, who's this character who only lives nine years, mm. and like she had a daughter, and then like she had a daughter with like 
Tom Paris or somebody, and then that when that daughter reached like grew up, she fell in love with like like Tom Paris's like best friend on the ship married her, and you're <laughs> like you knew her when she was a baby. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Really creepy. That's probably well, one of those. It's like I'm all right. So I'm in. I'm on the final season right now of Sopranos. I've never watched the show. It's pretty good, but right? I'm on the final season, and the first episode of the final season starts off with like a montage of characters and what they're doing at the moment. And Tony's daughter is at uh, at her house with her boyfriend, and she's standing in front of the TV wearing nothing but you know bra and panties, and she's doing like a a showy dance for her boyfriend who's sitting on the couch like yeah. And I'm sitting here watching this like. All right, look, I know, like, in my head, I know she's 22 at the time of this filming. Yeah. I get that. But, like, four seasons ago, she was literally, like, a sophomore in high school, and I can't get past that it's in gross. my head. It's gross. It's right? weird. It's disgusting. Like, like, you look at it, you're like, okay, that's gross, because we have morals. It's, you know, it's like, weird. <laughs> like, I can't get past it. I no. just saw her as a kid. I can't look at her as an adult and be like damn that's hot nope because it's like because we have moral values like our, our brains are normal because like well <laughs> yeah. yeah like right like watching the first season like i get attached to being on like tony's side of every argument to an extent so it's like you see that kid as your own kid yeah. to an yeah. extent and then like five seasons later she's like she's crazy dirty and it's like <laughs> that's horrible so it grosses you out it does but that's like, why i have to laugh because like I, i'm always encouraging people online like you know, if I see somebody, like, posting stuff, like, you know, this shit, life is sucky, life is shitty, it's like, I don't care how old they are, like, boy or girl, I'm always like, hey, hey man, yeah, it'll work out, it'll be all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm never, like, you know, like, you know, hey, you know. You can't you know. be creeping. Can't be Yeah, creeping. exactly. So I'm always just, like, supportive. I'm you like, gotta hey, be in a supportive, yeah. very, And I move on, and I move on. You know, and I never, like, like four years down the line, would never, like, want to be, like, you know, like, hey, is you, trying you, to you got really hot. <laughs> it's gross. It's just it's so gross. Yeah, there's some people out there, man. I can't even understand. Well, my wife and I both know a guy that was like that. Like, oh. he, was, he was always, like, he seemed normal. And then, like, you got to, like, as we got older, we realized, like, wait a minute, he dated a lot of people. That he knew when they were in high school, uh, and when they got out of high school, and he dated them later, like at least two or three people. You like, knew R. Kelly, didn't you? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. R. Kelly, you had to pee, <laughs> peeing on people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that boy's nasty. He's he's, they ruined my life. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> that video. Talk about falling else. from grace. Yeah, but yeah, like so, I don't know, like some of these. So these trailers that have been coming out, like I don't. I'm excited about all of them, but you know, I'm just like some of them, like 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 Moon Knight. Obviously, he's gonna kick ass. It looks interesting. They, they'd have to really... The character is like... They'd have to really fuck up to fuck up that character. Yeah. But Jen Walters... Yep. Oh, my God. Like, like She-Hulk? I just don't know. And then Kamala, like, they've got a lot of potential, and they can't fuck it up. They can't blow it. They got one season to do Disney, it right, and I, then she shows up again. Something came out the other day. One of the Disney writers that doesn't work through anymore was like, Disney writes scripts by committee. And that's oh, n- I, I believe it. It's never they a good said, thing. Uh, they said even the Star Wars stuff that they started working on, um, that Disney Plus show that's supposed to come out in the next year or two, um, the Acolyte, oh, yeah, the yeah. one that's set in the High Republic with the Sith that shows up and kind of yeah. disrupts things. Yeah. Um, they said there's a team of writers. There's They said they're doing team writing for most of this stuff because they want everybody to feel included. They don't want a big uh, divide in like what audience is uh, being included here. 
so they they want a multicultural a multiracial a multi you know ethnical like kind of group here yeah. for everything they do so that's why everything is team writing at disney right now and it's very uh it makes certain parts of stories kind of choppy yeah but a lot of people had a big a big concern out of nowhere for uh the acolyte show because they um they have a committee of like i want to say it was like 12 or 13 people for that Whoa. for that show jesus and in a, like it was like 11 or 12 of them are star wars fans from day one of multi multiple backgrounds so they understand what's going on that's cool and the final person is somebody that's new to star wars and the reason that person is there is to bridge the gap between people that aren't fans of Star Wars right now, yeah, and the people that are trying to push into Star Which Wars. Which makes sense. I guess it's good to have that perception, like just tri- the, just the perspective. somebody to like raise yeah. their hand and go, "How would I know that that guy is bad? right?" Like maybe How would we can I know explain what that, that better. Yeah, explain. Like, yeah, exactly. Which what, makes sense. What's up with that laser? Because no one's ever said anything at <laughs> Star Wars about that laser. But because, like, but the problem with like like with the committee writing, I like like writing wise, I think. It gets tough. I think you need to have one person write the script and have other people want to look at it and adjust things. And it's edit. Fine, but need, like, I think you need a team of editors more than writers. You don't because yeah, when when you try to please everybody, you please nobody. And that's, yeah, that's so true. You yeah. know, I was just talking to one of my uh, employees the other day about that. It was like, um, I was like, yeah, we have to, you know, we we have to deal with these certain customer bases and stuff like that. And there's like, like a group of people from a big organization. I'm like, look, we're not going to please all of them right. with what we do. You know, but you have just have to do your best and try to do your job as best you can because if you try to please all these people, they're all going to get pissed off. Right, you know? and that's just tr- the truth. Like you, you can't. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't work the way you want it all just, the time. So just, it's like you just, gotta. Ugh, we got Obi Wan coming out. Oh man, they just. Oh, have I'm you so seen excited. the official trailer for that? By the way, they it, well, it was like concept art. It wasn't even. It's bullshit. They just showed Obi Wan. But I'm fighting excited. Anakin, and then I'm Obi so and then Vader fighting Luke, and they made it look like as he went to swing, they, they you cut, you're like, that's the back of Luke's head. That's not Obi Wan's head. Oh wait a second, they're in Cloud City. Oh fuck them. They um, <laughs> they have uh, th- that concept art they put out with Vader and Obi Wan fighting on Mustafar. Yeah, and it's Vader. Very yeah. clearly, it's Vader. And we've known for a while that Hayden got casted for that series. Yeah, they showed him like practicing. That was yeah. cool as shit. And I'm. I'm sitting here thinking. I was thinking about it. Like, all right, so the Vader comics are supposed to pick up after three, like very quick after three. So, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. his time in between the movies, him develop developing himself as a. Uh, I think it starts uh, out with the Emperor shocking him because, like, yeah, he, he's like punishing he, him because he pushes the Emperor away with the Force, and then the Emperor's like, you know, if you ever touch me with the Force, yeah, again, I will kill you. And he slams him, hits him with the lightning, and shocks the yep. shit out of him. And then he sends him on. Uh, a hunt for like rogue uh, jedi, for rogue right? jedi yeah. for it was like 20 20 issues was like where he was hunting jedi and then yeah. eventually he was like all right look now we're done with hunting jedi for a little bit go build your castle the castle was present in this obi-wan stuff mm-hmm. and i was sitting there thinking about it like if they've only reached to a certain point in that story technically there's no rule saying they can't have a obi-wan Anakin rematch on Mustafar before episode four because the only thing we have we've heard in episode four to confirm what people think within the universe yeah is Vader saying hmm that's not a presence I've felt since yeah exactly. and then he walks away and then yeah. 
And then Tarkin's like, you're the last of them. You, They're all gone. Like, But there's no mention of saying, I saw Obi-Wan die at this point. Right. Or, you like, I, I was told, like, he was gone already. Or There's nothing like that. So all we get is a presence I've not felt since. And he yeah. knows Obi-Wan's there. Yeah. So I'm thinking we're going to get a rematch. I think, yeah, I think at the end of the Obi-Wan series, you'll have, like, it look like Obi-Wan should have been killed, but Vader has no proof of it sort of thing. He's just going to assume that Obi-Wan's like dead. Obi- like Obi-Wan's lightsaber is found destroyed. Because Obi-Wan's... I don't know if he has the original one in uh, 4. I don't know if he does either. Because he, he had a very unique looking... I thought he had Qui-Gon's. Wasn't he using Qui-Gon's? No, Qui-Gon's was green. He, But he had his blue one from from 1 all the way through to, oh. to 3. But I don't... Or did he... I forget. There might have been a point in two where his lightsaber got dropped or something. I forget. Um, or no, he dropped it in three. That's and then right. Co- Commander Cody gave it back to him before Order 66. That's right. But uh, no, I think uh, I think in four he does have his original one, but they didn't because uh, it has that, that hilt with like the uh, the backing to it. But the whole, whole other side is wide open. Um, huh. It's that classic lightsaber style with the, just the back hilt kind of deal. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I think there's a big opportunity there for them to say, like, the first Mustafar fight was not the only fight. Um, they already showed concept art of the one of the Inquisitors uh, is on Tatooine looking for Obi-Wan. And it's one of the Inquisitors that eventually gets killed by Vader in, in canon. Because huh. um, there was that game uh, two years ago, Fallen Order, which was about... Uh, uh, do you do you ever have you ever seen anything from Gotham, the show? No. Okay, no, so there was no. a kid that was on that show that played Joker at some point, or one of the Jokers. Yeah. And um, he is the main character of this game. Like Star Killer? Is that what his name? Is it no, one of the clones? That, no, this is that? after that one. Oh. Um, this kid's name is Cal Cal Kestis. Huh. He was a Padawan when Order sixty six happened. And he escapes because his master threw him into an escape pod and sent him off. His master died. Um, but he's he's a Padawan that goes off, s- kind of separates himself from the Force, and then works a job on a scrapping planet for years. But he eventually gets pulled back into this life of, I'm on the run from Inquisitors. I need to start using the Force again. I got a lightsaber still, so I'm going to just get back to it. But um, the main Inquisitor hunting him down is the one that's in this concept art for Obi-Wan. So it's like it's in like it's like this game is yeah. after the events of Obi-Wan's show. Okay, okay. Because that Inquisitor dies in the game. Like, Vader just mercs this Inquisitor. <laughs> he so, killed a lot of the Inquisitors. Yeah, he hates Those them. two Inquisitors fell in love, and he was like, you gotta die now. And, then, yep. <laughs> and the Emperor was like, you destroyed a shitload of stuff. You killed a, 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 one of the Senators on Coruscant. Like, you went, you rampaged across half a freaking <laughs> continent to kill two people. Yeah. Which I could have caught as soon as they left the planet using a damn star destroyer, or just waited till they went to the, whatever planet they were going to and went there and killed him. Oh man, I thought it was the coolest. And he like shit he ever. sent him out. He like punished him. He's like he's like you're not allowed to kill any more inquisitors. I'm removing them from your purview. And he sent them. He sent the inquisitors like off world and gave them under put them under command of somebody else. Right. He's like he's like. <sighs> he's but, like ah oh, man. There was a there was a, there was <laughs> a funny scene in those comics where Vader wanted to kill this one officer for like failing to find somebody and the emperor was like was there anything you could have done to capture him you know and the officer was like no like we literally did not see any sign that these people were even on this planet so if they were there we have no idea and Vader was like you are and the emperor was like Vader 
stop it. He'd be like, <laughs> you may go, you know, commander. The guy leaves, he's like, you can't kill everyone. Right. Like, I really am worried. Like, if something, if, if I'm ever gone, you're just going to kill the entire universe. And Vader's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's really That's funny. So good. It's really kind of funny because you're like, yeah, if Palpatine wasn't there, Anakin is so insane. He would just kill everything and everyone. He just <laughs> literally wakes up in the morning and wants to kill everyone. Like, he's just, he's nuts at this point. You yeah. Know? And it's by the Emperor's own doing, though. Yeah, you know, if you think exactly. about it. You know, the exactly. Emperor did that on Pal- Palpatine. Palpatine purposely screwed this guy up so bad that all he feels is hate and betrayal. Yeah. He wanted know? that. Yeah. And now he's got too much of that. And it's like he had to do something to, like, ease him off. That's so why he, well, that's that's, why he, he sent him, him to the ca- He sent him to the castle after yeah, that because yep. he was like, dude, you're too much. You're a bottle of rage. Like, yeah. You got to go to that rage planet and build a home. Cause <laughs> yeah, go to the rage planet. <laughs> it's a planet of rage. <laughs> it's pure rage. It's just a bunch of internet trolls like, ah, just, <laughs> just sitting in rows upon rows. They're at a computer farm, like, just, ah. IBM, IBM Aptivas <laughs> from the <laughs> 90s, like, ah, dial up. Ah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rage. Uh, so, yeah, we know Vader is confirmed for the show. Um, we don't know of anything else. Uh, That'd but, be cool. But to they, see. but the, yeah, the Inquisitor is a thing too. Um, but the Ahsoka show that got announced, um, that I did not. They know just about. they just casted. Or I forgot about um, Sabine Wren from Rebels, who's a Mandalorian chick that's part of the main Rebels team. Yeah. They just casted her for the live action shit. So uh, so now we got Ahsoka and Sabine are both in the show. Hayden Christensen's supposed to be in this show too. And the era that this is set in is after six. So it's probably Force Ghost Anakin talking to Ahsoka. That's cool as shit. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like the first three episodes of him just going, I'm sorry, I fucked I, I, up. I fucked up. I'm so sorry. Please I'm forgive so, me. Please forgive so me. Please forgive just, me. She's like, you're an asshole. Do you have any idea what you did? He's like, yeah, I know. Please I'm forgive sorry. me. Please forgive Listen, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I know. Yeah, I messed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I I would expect like one episode of like, yeah, I'm sorry about that, like 30 years of the galaxy's history. She's <laughs> like, you killed kids. He's like, yeah, it was a bad time. Yeah, I, don't I mean. I mean, you saw that wrinkly bag that I was working for. I wasn't like, me. I wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't myself. I hadn't found my. You know, <laughs> I wasn't feeling myself. And then I found out I had a kid. What the hell was that? Yeah, right. And yeah. then I found out I had two of them. What the hell was that? And I thought I'd kill one and keep the other, but that was a bad choice. And then he chopped my arm off. You know? <laughs> and that one was right in front of me for like a whole freaking month. Like, I, and tor- I had no I tortured my daughter. <laughs> I straight up tortured her. <laughs> Like if I, he's like reevaluating himself. He's like, like, I'm a terrible person. I deserve to die. Why am I young and not old? I just, Wasn't I bald before? I find it so weird that like canonically Leia is stronger in the Force than Luke, and um, for some reason Vader didn't know that he was her father. It's very strange, like like, it, like she didn't hit like accidentally I get that she didn't use the power, but like it's weird that she didn't accidentally do it. I mean, Broom Boy was doing it, you know what I mean? Well, like and, in the in the and they've Force already Awakens, said like like yeah, and uh, or no, that was Last Jedi, Broom Boy was um, it? Yeah, uh, but uh, even so, they've yeah. already confirmed canon a long time ago that most Jedi that aren't trained directly learn their powers on accident out of necessity during a moment of. Um, potential crisis or a, a fear and like she wasn't getting tortured by vader she didn't reach like like scream put her hands out and like push him away like what the fuck like really like yeah like well, that's e- one of those things where you're just like really? even in, even yeah. in the game um <clears throat> fallen order like 
the the main character Cal, he like he has this power, this force power to slow objects down, including people. Oh. So if they're in the middle of a movement, it's not as strong as the force freeze that like Kylo Ren does. Yeah. It, it just slows them so they're not as you know potent. It's basically a gameplay mechanic that became a canon power, but like it's kind of cool though. But it's know. a cool idea. Yeah, it slows it slow down time with a certain rocket. Yes, it's just within you a, know. whatever you're aiming at is going to be slowed. Um, That's kind of cool. But uh, he learns that power out of necessity. His uh, his master's getting attacked or something. And he slows down all of the guys that are about to shoot him. And he uses this moment where, like, you see all these blaster bolts firing. To his master gets up, and he gets prepared, and then blocks all these shots. And it's, like, because of that kid yeah. preparing him for that. And then master sends the kid into a skate pod. He never sees master again. And then, you know, like, 15 years later, when he's, like, an adult, he's uh, – He's working on a scrapper planet, and one of his buddies is like, he falls off a, a rig that they were working on. Sandworm! And he like slows him down and then pulls him up, and like he saves the dude's life. And it's like. And the dude turns him in, just like what happened with Magneto. Well, no, they oh, get shit. busted because of the use of force. Somebody snitched on him. Yeah. And somebody saw him snitches. use that, and they were like, snitches. that motherfucker, Jedi. <laughs> like, most of the galaxy thinks the Jedi were traitors because of Palpatine. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're freaking like. Uh, it's. I think the funniest thing is like if you look at all the cool Sith of yeah. Star Wars, most of them have a legend or a, uh, a a feat that they can say was their big claim to fame or why yeah. they're known. Like Bane created the rule of two and was so strong he could like, you know, hold parts of like himself together if if he needed to. Van Vader had the Force choke and he was like the chosen one. You know, it was yeah. like his big thing was like Nihilist was. Able yeah. to suck the life out of planets, and then got so bad to the point where he became a force spirit separate from his body that could still function in real life. Yeah, and it was yeah. like he just lost his his physical form basically. Yeah, I think he just burned out, didn't it, from yeah. all the force? It was, it was too force. much evil, yeah. and they, his body just kind of like turned to dust. Yeah, <laughs> and he was, but he still wore the robe and the the mask, and his essence was in the mask. That's crazy. But uh. And, and then, like, Scion from Knights of the Old Republic, too, he, like, his body is literally so mangled because of battle, um, but he is so strong with the dark side that he holds his entire body together. He's like a he's like a pile of Legos without being, like, clicked together. Oh, that's funny. And, like, every time you fight him, like, he should be falling apart, <laughs> but he's using the Force to hold himself together. That's so messed up. It's horrible. He falls asleep, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, my ass. Palpatine's <laughs> claim to fame. He was a senator. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, basically manipulator. Like, like he came, he came up at a, at a point where there was like no other dark force users to really challenge him, except yeah. his master, who was a Glenn, who had like you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> yeah, most of them have a claim to fame. Palpatine's is, I mean, I guess the deception of the the entire galac- <clears throat> galactic galactic. Yeah, he was Republic. gifted. At, he was gifted. Like, at, I think he was he was gifted at at. at uh, um, cloaking his power. Yeah, I think it's hiding his darkness. It was something was, like that. Yeah. Well, it's weird though because he he can hide it, but not well enough because Yoda and Mace Windu both point out in uh, I think it's Episode Two they have a meeting in his office, and then they go back and they meditate. And while they're meditating, they're like, 
I sense a great darkness. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. wow, where were you? Just yeah. five minutes ago. Think about it. <laughs> like, so dumb. That's one of the glaring things I always thought was funny with those prequels. You're like, you're like, it's like, yeah, he's not that powerful. He's oh, powerful. he just happened to like take over the sen- the the chancellor's job, and then he doesn't want to give up power because we're in a war. <laughs> Convenient timing, considering only like a few outer rim planets are fighting against us, and, and we're the just, entire intergalactic. He, and he just took over power. You didn't think to scan his mind or right. his history. <laughs> You didn't check his internet anything. history. He this doesn't delete his bookmarks. He's old. He doesn't know how to do it. He was it. looking up Padawan porn, trying to find the chosen one. Yeah. What the hell? You nasty. <laughs> a weirdo. He's so gross. I mean, it's weird though. Anakin looks like he was meant to be a Padawan, and they were like, "No, nah, he's way too old." Yeah, right. He was within a year or two of all them kids he was with, so they were like, "Yeah, he's way too old for this." Then you got. <laughs> Freaking twenty years later, you got Luke. He's like twenty, and yeah. he's, Yoda's, Yoda's like, I can't do this. This look at this guy. He's got pubes. He's a loser. We don't do it if they got the pubes. He's, if they got, they got chest hairs and bald hairs. We don't do that. <laughs> you do understand what you're asking me to do. Can you make him do something about his facial hair at least? It's distracting. Oh I only deal God. with children. Oh my God! But Yoda was like. Well, I could train the sister. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yo, it's creepy. That's it's weird. Because well, he's creepy. He's an old man. He's, he's like creepy. He's like, I'll train you my girl. will be. You will be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. I will. What? No. I will. It's like the weirding voice from Dune. Yeah, that, going back to that Dune movie. That would, uh, So, like, Kelly and I went and saw Dune today, and it was like, I liked it. Like, it I was, loved, it was I very it. well done. It didn't even have to talk that much to explain what was going on. It was very visually telling of it, so much. For all you guys out there listening to, a big spoiler here coming up. So if you don't want to hear it, you want to wait for the movie, just just don't listen to this part. But um, something that will blow your fucking mind. Uh, uh, Duncan Idaho is actually actually the Quizak Cataract. Yeah. FYI. He, he the real hero he's, by the end of this. Yeah, by like the end of the, all the books and everything, Duncan gets killed and reborn so many fucking times we're talking like like so paul's son be, like merges with a worm basically and becomes a <laughs> god emperor for 3800 years he converts arrakis back to mostly like vegetation and water he spreads out amongst the universe uh he basically controls the entire galaxy and then he also starts hoarding spice so planets can't travel so they're relying on themselves and their own governments. And he sets it up so that there's a great scattering where he's viewed as a tyrant. Mm-hmm. And um, and when he's finally killed, uh, like, <clears throat> there's no more spice. So humanity has to spread out amongst the universe to try to find ways to survive. Not just to find food, but also to, like, find habitable worlds. Because the worlds are so overpopulated, they can't support that many people so they mm-hmm. spread out more and more and more not, not only that but also you get away from him because they don't want to be held under the, like another ruler against him because basically society breaks down but he does that basically to make humanity spread out so then when the machines come back they can't find humanity that easily right because the machines do want to come back because they are still alive out there <clears throat> searching for humanity in the infinite universe you know but one of the things he does is he recreates duncan over and over and over again there's probably over a thousand Duncans. So messed up. <clears throat> there's like one Duncan like every like twenty or thirty years because what happens is um, there's these things called golas, 
that are basically human beings that are grown with the memories of everything that happens right up to the point of their death. So, and it usually takes some kind of like mental crisis to reawaken that. that Aren't those the the beings <clears throat> that they pump out like almost like a factory style, but it's like a person they, is like they, they birthing do, them? <clears throat> yeah, it's called a gola. They do the Benitalax are this race of humans that um, and it's like it's like one of the houses, you know, mm-hmm. like you have that you know the Lanzrads made up of all these different houses. You got like House Atreides, House Harkonnen, you get the Benitalax. The Benitalics are flesh merchants. So, mm-hmm. like, say you're going to die because your kidneys are failing. And what they'll do is they'll grow a clone of you with good kidneys. And ki- you just assume them. Kill the clone and take yeah. the good kidneys and give it to you. That's what they do. They're flesh merchants. They sell eyes and, and you know, like, full skeletal, re- re- you know, replacement. That's crazy. Like, everything. Um, and what they do is, like, say you have a child who dies of a disease. Well, they'll take that child and for a fee – They'll take the body and they'll take the genetic material and they'll, they'll grow a new child of the exact same age. And what they do is they basically they, they can give you that child blank, which which you know you'll have to teach her him or her again, but she'll it'll be your kid, but just right. like with no memory. Or they can create for you a special gola, um, <clears throat> which because uh, the memories are all genetic, like the memories of those people are there, they yeah. just don't remember. What they do is they they force crisis on that gola mentally and when the golas are under crisis it like wakes up the it memories. wakes up the memories so they remember who they are up until the moment of their death and usually it's very traumatic because yeah. they, re- they remember dying they remember the blades sinking into their heart uh. so duncan idaho has remembered this <clears throat> um and every other death he experienced over the course of like ten thousand years that's messed so up. at the end it's duncan idaho that is the quidzax hatterack it's a very interesting well, yeah, because they even and very cool. They they started to explain what that is in this movie um, for the people that aren't big fans of what's going on. Just people that are curious. They started explaining the idea that it's somebody that can touch all generations with their knowledge and yep. their voice. And it's like, well, Duncan being <laughs> resurrected as a clone for <laughs> thousands of years, you know, it's bad. Eventually, he's gonna have a brain that can function across all of the known Cause, time because what happens is like when the, when they take the water of life like so the Quizax Hatterack like so the Bene Gesserit mothers they can access all the female memories all the way back to prehistoric man so they can access the memories from their ancestries from this time from mm-hmm. our from our era all you know like everything like as soon as like your generation like your family line all the way back to caveman they can sit there and, and meditate and remember everything that your mom knew, everything your grandma right, knew, right. everything your great grandma knew, everything, everything your daughter knows. They'll and it's their whole personality is there. So it's a it's, they're remembering being that person. So, but what they can't do is they can't access the male side. Right. It, they're just. Incapable. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the things that always messes with me about this story. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear the story of Dune, yeah, uh, at least in a general sense. It kind of bothers me that Paul isn't the chosen one when he's the he's a male within the bloodline, but he was supposed to be female, and that's and he was supposed to be, yeah. And it's and that's the trick to it. It's like he was supposed to be a fem- female, but his mom wanted change to change his gender in the war. The yeah. House of Atreides. Yeah, like, she she basically that because the Bene Gesserit can control every aspect of their body. The reason the but Baron, isn't the isn't the Harkonnen uh, isn't Baron Harkonnen like the main reason like they don't want men to be in the process oh, no. at all because he was one of them. No, no, no. He's a part of the line um, because he's Jessica. He's Paul's grandfather. Yeah, he's he's Jessica's father. 
Yeah. Um, but they like That's took so they gross. took yeah like what was what happened was is like uh, they knew that he was and they, they knew that he that he had potential genetically, and they sent one of the uh, Reverend Mothers basically to steal some of his seed, and he figured out what was going on. And he raped her yeah. and he beat her and he raped her again. That's and horrible. so what he what she did, this woman is like she was like you know all right I'm gonna take your seed I'm gonna get pregnant by you. But I'm gonna fuck you up. And yeah. she used her body. She, she they, the Benedictines have such control over their bodies that she made her body produce a, uh, a type of venereal disease that was so virulent and so terrible that it infected his body and made him like bloat up. He used to be very muscular, like Arnold Schwarzenegger looking. Yeah, so that's like why Conan he's the, the nasty blob he is. Now. Yes, because yeah, he used to be like this physique, like really handsome, virile young man, like a. You know, super Arnold Schwarzenegger looking guy. Yeah, yeah. And now he's like everything that was he's he's really fat, he's pustules all over his body, bursting all the time, he's infected. It's basically like super syphilis she gave him. And it didn't kill her. She doesn't actually have it. Right. She just converted she made the chemicals in her body turn into that that's and so infect him up. with it. You know. So then she gave birth to Jessica later, you know, and that's how that line kept going. Dude, I I'm curious about what they're gonna do with part two because oh, it's cool i i know well i i saw the the 84 movie and it's a, it's a trip I, <laughs> the bear I'm not, is so gross i'm not the movie. biggest fan but i wonder if they're gonna do the whole fade thing yeah they are and, they, they're, and, they're, and they're casting who they're, who they're casting with what? that role they could do sting again he does yoga do <laughs> he does yoga he's fine sting Stop. can do Stop. you can shave his chest hair but, off and oil him up but then like i <laughs> I wonder how Demi's gonna do the scene where Jessica has to take the uh, water of life. the water of life and how that pregnancy is gonna age overnight, basically, and that kid's gonna be damn near full grown by the end of the movie. Well, you look at um, well, the Alia isn't really. What happens is she wakes up in the womb, fully aware of who she is, what she is, and fully intelligent while she's still in the womb. So it drives her insane. Yeah, um, but. She, I mean, there years and years go past before that happens. Like Paul, Paul's a, attack on the Baron's, uh, like fiefdom and stuff. It takes like it's over the course of like five or six years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen really quickly. Um, in the movie, it looks like it does, but it takes like a long time. Like Alia grows up to be like six or seven years old before she actually meets the Baron. So you're talking about yeah, but doesn't she? Isn't her whole life accelerated because of the fact that she's, uh, like. She was an abomination, basically. Nah, nah, she doesn't grow faster. She doesn't age faster or anything like that. It yeah, literally, it literally takes them five years of hit and run tactics. Oh, uh, you know, because it's also Paul building up more and more of his religion and people believing in him more and more. You know, um, but yeah, like they, like it's really messed up. The Benedict. So like, I don't even remember where I was going with this, but uh, like basically like, so so Paul's abilities and all this shit are like incredible, but. Um, his son Leto like becomes like, this god emperor or whatever, and like he misses his friend Duncan, right? Because there was a Duncan Gola when he was a child, and that Duncan was his best friend, so he makes another Duncan, and then that Duncan figures out what what actually happened, and he dies, and I think he when he dies he says he says something like you know uh, I die a second time, uh, and this is the second Duncan. He's like I die a second time again for an Atreides and again. You know, for for no good reason. You know, he, he died dying for Atreides again, which is like a waste of time. That's so messed up. So basically, he dies again and then again. And then what happens is when, when these Duncan Golas, like, he, Leto keeps having them created for himself. Mm-hmm. And then 
he keeps them around because he likes who they are and eventually something will happen somebody will try to kill Leto or something weird happens or the Duncans eventually wake up they remember all their memories that they died and they realize Leto's a monster who betrayed (laughs) basically betrayed his father's path and they try to kill him so he has to kill the Duncans and then he has another Duncan maid so he goes through this process over and over over 3,800 years. You would think he would get it, that Duncan's going to always get his memory back and he's always going to hate the outcome. But he can't, he can't get rid of it because he's so – there's a part of him like, – because he's part sandworm now, so he's a little crazy. Like There's these points up. where like – because his twin sister, uh, Ganyma, dies. You know, like, mm. She's just a skeleton in a crypt. And he just he the worm side just takes control. There's there's times now, where he goes is, into the crypt and just thrashes around. Is Leto the kid of of Chani or of Chani and Leto? Ch- okay. Ch- Chani and uh, Paul. Paul. Okay. The first son gets killed by the Harkonnens. They they murder him when he's, oh, when he's a baby. When he's a toddler. That's fucked up. It's a horrible that scene. Like in the books, I realized I read it and I was like, oh, it's bad. But in the movies, like, you know, they they show that. I'm just like, oh my. Well, they, don't, they don't show it, but they show the baby smiling, and they show the beast rebound standing over it. And you know what's about to happen. And then you hear like a baby like scream, yeah. like you know. And then Paul's like, "They killed our son. I can feel it. They killed." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's horrible. I hate violence against kids. That's it really horrible. Fr- it freaks me out." But yeah. you know, um, yeah. So they like they basically they kill them. It's funny because like I say, in the last book series, when they bring all of them back as Golas, uh because they're all in like this ship traveling trying to get away from the machines or whatever uh-huh. like they bring that baby back and it's just very quiet <laughs> like it doesn't like I don't recall it has any particular really big part I think it just is just a very quiet baby you know like it, it grows into a very quiet child you know because it doesn't really have much experience growing but like that whole series is like it's fucked up at the end what happens with with Duncan you're just like what the hell? Like this poor guy has been like through so much shit. Like Duncan falls in love with a girl that the Emperor's in love with. Or that that Leto's like in love with. So Leto has Duncan killed. Like there's all these horrible things that happen to these Duncans over the course of like like ten thousand or three thousand years. And by the end, you're like, man, the Atreides are assholes. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, this movie did a really good job of explaining that that's gonna be the future as the Atreides family becomes the assholes of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, you know, Paul's a good guy with good intentions, but he's well aware that his legacy and his family's legacy is not going to go well. Well, in the prequel novels, actually, the Atreides were traitors to humanity and were the servants of the machines. That's fucked up. And the Harkonnens were actually heroes. Yeah. But there's something happens where toward the end of the books where like the Atreides, like one of the Harkonnens dies like if whatever the hero the, the the whole series or whatever dies destroying the last of the machines and the Atreides like they begin to point the f- finger at the Atreides guy and he's like no that didn't happen actually he was a traitor not me this is what happened and they're like oh well the Atreides are good people then we just screw the Harkonnens so the Harkonnens are basically cursed so that's yeah. where that feud comes from for like 10,000 years the Harkonnens are All blamed of a lie. they're blamed yeah they're blamed for shit that they didn't do that's messed up it's really fucked up like it's really weird that whole if you if you guys have not read Dune period, you know, read it obviously, but read the prequels. I mean, there's like 12, 15 books. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. But it's they're really good reads. Like mm-hmm. they they not only do they fill in the backstory, but it's just standalone. It's a great read to read through these houses and like the history of the house, the history of the Bene Gesserit, mm-hmm. like all this weird shit that went on, the machine wars and all yeah. that. Cra- it's fun. It's a deep 
dive. Like it takes you, it'll take you a couple of years to read all these books, but you listen to my audio book, you'll be fine. I don't know where Carla's at, but I think she's somewhere in between like uh, children and heretic. Heretics, it gets a really cool. Like it, it'll pick up like it picks up like five thousand years after Leto died. Uh-huh. Yeah, Paul's son, and it's like the universe is totally weird. Like, <laughs> like there's no, there's very little spice anymore. And the Bennett, the Bennett, uh, generous, generous, they've been like, they basically the Reverend Mothers have been taking baby worms and putting them in desert plants, trying to get them to survive. Yeah, because they don't even have access to spice anymore. I mean, they don't really need it. Because <clears throat> well, gen- wait, the sp- I forget though. Does the spice come from the worms themselves? Yeah. They okay. create it, yeah. But water absolutely kills the worms. It destroys them completely. Yeah, yeah it turns them back into sand trout, and then they, they die, basically. Um, <clears throat> so so he, making Arrakis into a vegetation and water planet, you're killing all the worms. The, well, he did that on purpose, so he would have control of the spice, but also so humanity wouldn't be reliant on the spice. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to for, he would force them to develop different uh, abilities and shit. That's Fucking but crazy. The, the whole w- galaxy relies on that shit. And we're talking, this isn't like just like a handful of worlds. This is like, you know, the, this is humanity that, because what happened was is after the machine war um, and humanity basically destroyed all the, the machines and shit like that, there were planets out there that didn't leave their world because their tech simply wasn't up to it for like, you know, three or 4,000 years. This is, you know, I mean, Dune takes place in the year 10,021 of the new Imperium. And that actually started, the new Imperium started, like, in the year, like, 20,000. This is, like, you know, that's right. 20,000 years from now. So right. this is super far in the future. Yeah, we're looking at 28,000 years of, from of now, evolution yeah, in humans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's really kind of cool. Like, you find out, like, the, the when you read those books, like, you find out what the exotal tanks are. The I don't know if I'm saying right, exotal it's what the uh, Benetalax used to uh, create, you know, flesh for people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's basically because the Benetalax look like pale humans with sharp teeth. And, like, they all look a lot alike. Mm-hmm. But they're basically really small, slight, like, weird-looking humans. But you never see the females. So people always assume, well, maybe the females look like the males and you can't tell. Right. No, it's because the females are all kept in giant warehouses. And they're so basically used as birthing tools yeah they have no intelligence at all and they're just gigantic uteruses and <laughs> some so of them gross. some of them like legitimately like they are like their stomachs and they're like yeah they're giant they, they have no legs their legs yeah. have been amputated and they're just birthed yeah one after the other is birth they're used to birth living creatures it's really weird so there's no machinery to create the flesh it's not something the machine that's growing like, yeah clones or anything they're being these women are being implanted with it. it's really creepy and horrible you know it's gross it's disgusting but yeah, so you like, I mean, if you guys haven't seen Dune, you gotta go see that. Oh, shit. no, it's great. I don't, I, I haven't read a single book and I followed the movie very well because it's, they spell out everything for you. You don't really miss anything. They did a good job um, of it, yeah. And from what I understand, they cut a lot of the fat from the, from the books. There's not many scenes that are removed and uh, there's a couple scenes that are added, but I thought the scenes that were added were great for telling the story. Like, um, Paul and uh, Leto have this big uh, conversation at the graveyard yep, over yep. their grandfather's grave, and I thought that was great too because it was there were so many Easter eggs on that uh, about the grandpa dying to a bull because he was a <laughs> that's explained in the prequels. So it's like he was like 
the the Grand Duke was like this. He was kind of a dick. Yeah, kind of a cocky asshole. Yeah, and like he kept insisting. Like one of the other houses used that as a, as a way to kill him, and they tried to kill the uh, Paul's father, but they didn't succeed. So he Paul's father took over. But I don't remember. I want to say I wanted to. Say, I don't know if Paul's father arranged his father's death or something, or he had a hand, and I forget what it was, but it was basically like. Like, the Duke was not as quite as innocent as you would think, mm. you know. But his father, like, the Grand Duke was, like, a complete tool. Like, yeah. he used to, like, you know, like, the killing of the bulls was, like, just the tip of the iceberg of what an asshole he was, you know. <laughs> well, he was not they, loved by the people. Then they saved the head of the bull that was <laughs> that, that killed him and yeah, put him on I a mantle. Oh, I love that so That much. was one of the last <laughs> things Leto sees before he dies. It's so it? freaking funny. That scene was really good with the... the oh. Because in the in the eighties one, it's just like whoosh, just like like just it looked very whoosh, strange. Just Peter DeVries died, but in, in this one, like everybody in the room dies. The emperor is like floating in the ceiling. Oh, that was so good too. And the, like, oh man, the scene where he's in the in, in the bath and then he the oily water. Up. Oh Ooh. my god, I was like, who's that actor by the way? Who is I that? I forget who it is, but he's uh he's an older dude that's in a bunch of movies. I know. I think it's uh. It might be the guy that played uh, dude from the Thor movies. That's like a fucking crazy man. Oh, you're right. I think it's him. Oh my god. Um, shit. I forget what the guy's name is. <laughs> no, it's it's gotta be him. You're right. That is who it is. It's the guy who was in. Uh, he played. Um, god damn it! What's his name? Oh my god. Something with an S. Scarzard. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, he's he's the Scars boys uh, dad, Peter and Bill. He's their dad. Or no, he might be, Bill, or Peter. I forget. There's like three Scars guards in Hollywood, and I always I mix up their names. Um, yeah, yeah, Stellan Skarsgård. Okay, yeah, he's the dad. He's yeah. the one that played um, in the freaking uh, all those Thor movies. He was the professor. Whatever oh. his name was. Um, oh god, damn it! It's something with an S. Remember what his well, his name is still on. No, I mean like in the Thor movies. Oh, in the Thor movies. Oh yeah. yeah. God damn it! I could look it up right now. I got my phone out in front of me. I'm so bothered by the fact that Thor. I don't know his name. Like we should. Uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's his name. Selvig yeah. or Sel- yeah, Selvig. Yeah, yeah. Er- Eric Selvig. Eric Selvig. Eric Selvig. Yeah. So the guy from the Thor movie, but you know you wouldn't recognize him because of all the ads. No, he, he's so. Ugh. Yeah, the fat thing. He was gelatinous. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a disease that the uh, Bene Gesserit put on. I'm glad he didn't look as nasty as he did in the 84 movie. <laughs> the because 80, the 84 movie. They had that guy drinking with pus out of his, <laughs> with, with a straw. It was so was gross. So He's gross. like, thank you, my baron. <laughs> He's like, oh. Stop. And he shows him, like, choking that one kid to death. Oh, you know? yeah. well, and that's in the books, he does it. The, in the books, the baron is a, he's a violent like uh pedophile homosexual I really like, murder, hope they murdering make... monster like I, I know he's a pedophile weirdo in in the books and that's an obvious like he definitely is that thing and whatever but like i really hope they don't dive too much into that with what the, whatever the next movie is well, or... i'm sure that well they have to like portray him as being a sick he has to be a monster, monster. yeah because he is but i don't think the pedophile way is the way i'm gonna <laughs> they're be, gonna do it i'm gonna be watching it like ah. they're, well they're gonna show him with a little with, with him like murdering young men it's like his, that was his kink yeah okay was killing so like, was killing young men but i don't want to see him licking a young man's face that was so gross that was so gross that oh god yeah that movie was rough um 
No, I thought it was great. And I thought for like the 10 seconds that Batista was on screen, I'm really excited to see him actually fight somebody in the next one. He was, his presence on screen is amazing. It's the, great. Bing old wrinkled forehead. I'm, I'm excited for Josh <laughs> Brolin to actually do something in, in the second one. He was goodness. I was surprised. Um, he didn't play Thanos again. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah. It's been a while since he's played anything besides Thanos. Even when well, he yeah. played uh Cable, he was Thanos. Well the last one that <laughs> in the last the T V in the T V series the guy that played Gurney Halleck was like this slightly overweight, paunchy like, British that, guy. It was before Patrick it, Stewart. It was Captain Picard looking just Legend. like he did. Oh my god. No hair, holding a pug. I, he, I thought green. it was great how the, like even watching the eighty uh four one and watching the new one, like those scenes are damn near identical. The only difference is terrible CGI at the time, and like it wasn't the, even CGI. It was just hand drawn. They I put think. a they put the block over them, and yeah. it was like yeah. blurry. Yeah, <laughs> it, was it was like, like hand drawn. It was like, like they censored them with blurry drawing. <laughs> yeah, the, the shield generators. I was hoping like they showed a laser cutting through, and I was like, wow, lasers aren't used that often because if it if a laser hits yeah. a shield, it creates an atomic reaction. Yeah. Like like two thousand megatons, like it destroys right. everything. Yeah. So usually you don't see them using lasers that one that much. So. Yeah, I I thought it was really cool to see though that the just the difference of quality between the eighty four one and the new one. Oh yeah, because it's like you know the new one's gonna be better in quality, absolutely. Even from a who's acting it out, dude. The Timothy Chalamet as uh, Oscar Isaac's kid was oh, yeah. so believable. Oh yeah, no totally when. when when Timothy Chalamet is sitting there after having his dream, his little spice dream, where he's like, holy shit, my family is going to start a holy cult, and we're going to fuck this planet up, we're yep. going to fuck the galaxy up, and it's all in my father's name. Yep. And he was like, this is going to be my fault, and I know it. <laughs> and he's like, when he freaks out, and then he starts screaming, I was sitting there like, dude, this kid sounds like he could be Oscar Isaac's kid. Like, oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Everything about it was believable. The reason Paul, in the second book, steps back and becomes the prophet and he, he walks away from everything because he sees that golden path and he just can't handle it you know spoiler right. spoiler big time spoiler ah. um, when Chiani dies uh, like he just can't handle it and he just walks away from everything mm-hmm. and he walks he can't handle that golden path so Leto has to take up the, the path himself because his father refuses to do it so Paul Paul as strong as you think he is he ultimately he gives fails. Up. He yeah. we, he's weak and because he, he's, he's seen too much too much loss. He's loss of his father, the loss of his wife, the loss of his firstborn son. He can't handle it. He just walks away from everything to die. But he's so powerful, he can't die. Right. So he just walks into the desert. His eyes get burnt out from the sun, where he's completely blind. That's messed up. <clears throat> but he can still see, which because that happens in the. Um, I think it happens to Paul in this in the miniseries. Like this. Before before the prophet, so basically, even though his physical body is blinded, he can still see using prescience, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. It's really strange. It's, it's one of those things. You got to read those books. I mean, even if you just listen to the audiobooks, folks, like the Dune series, even though it's written in the sixties and so, it's so freaking well done. Um, not only the the formation of the characters, but following the characters throughout like a thousand years or whatever. You know, you read about what happens, you're like, wow. You go from, like, yay, Paul, to, like, holy shit, Paul's Hitler. <laughs> it's, like, insane. You're like, what the fuck just happened to my favorite? Like, I thought he was a cool character. Yeah. And he's just a space Hitler. And like, that doesn't That's make sense. Up. 
why do I? I don't want Space Hitler to win, but you know, it's really, <laughs> it's really strange. Really, but Space Hitler's son is actually really cool. Okay, you know, it's it's okay, re- <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, we should wrap it up. We've been rambling for a bit, but uh, uh, yeah, next week I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to watch Eternals this week at oh, some point. So good. And then uh, next weekend maybe because it's Thanksgiving, so we're gonna be off. I'm off work Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, obviously Saturday, Sunday. I don't know when you're off. Or what you're doing, but we try to hook up next week at some point. We'll probably be able to do it next weekend. Nice, that sounds good to me. And we'll talk about some of the eternal stuff, and then maybe uh, some more shit will come out about our favorite movies, uh, trailers. I think Matrix is going to get its next trailer soon, so we I, might be able to talk about that next time. I watched that trailer today in the theater; it looked good as hell. Uh huh. I was like, oh, <laughs> Bill. I was thinking it's like shaking Kelly's arm, and like, look at that. Oh, she's like, Shh, I don't care. Leave me alone. Stop touching me. Give me the popcorn. She had a whole bag of popcorn all by herself. Oh I was like, gosh. damn. <laughs> She's going to eat all that, huh? She's like, yeah, I want more. I'm like, you can't eat all that. You can't have two bags of popcorn. You can't do that. I said, you'll, you'll poop yourself inside out. You'll be so sick. And she's like, don't you judge me. <laughs> don't you judge me. <laughs> and she, I was like, because we got, we got uh, minced. We got like Reese's peanut butter. Maybe we got Reese's, you know, Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. We got M&M's. And we had um, the little uh, junior mints. And I think I had, Ooh. like, one junior mint. I was like, we were driving home. I'm like, wait, I got the bag of Reese's and M&M's. What, did you throw out the bag of Reese's, the, the mint? She goes, I killed that. I was like, oh, <laughs> you killed the whole thing? You ate the box? And she's like, yeah, I killed, I killed it. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> you ate a whole bag, a big bag of popcorn Uh-oh. and junior mints. <laughs> so you're going to be texting me at 2 a.m. like, help me. Like, Ow. you're going to be in the bathroom like, <gasps> Sad times are ahead in the Nemzik household. <laughs> so, all right. We'll see. Catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving. Keep my head up when I act, head up, that's a fact. Never looking back, I'ma keep myself on track. Keep my head up, staying strong, always moving on. Feel I don't belong, tell my boss to move along. Push myself to be the best, die with no regrets. Live with every breath, see my message start to spread. And I had so many dreams, then you hit your teens. Life ain't really what it seems, try to find out what it means. Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow. Till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the art It's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do I'm just being genuine, yeah I'm sick of being screwed Feel my own adrenaline, yeah I do just what I do And I hope you let me in Let me in, yeah Yeah, how you can get it back Yeah, cause I ain't never done 
I'll be number one. Working hella hard until I get just what I want. Yeah, rise just like the sun. Yeah, fatal like a gun. Shooters gonna shoot and I'm gonna shoot until I fall. Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving. Yeah, I put out all the heart, it's my only medicine. Yeah, everything I do, I'm just being genuine. Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline. Yeah, I do just what I do.